Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Resurrection of Jesus Christ. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will share with us one of the most important and one of the most beautiful stories in the entire Bible, that yes, Jesus Christ was crucified for our sins, but three days later, he rose from the grave. This exciting event happened almost 2,000 years ago, and it is still being talked about today all over the world. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the hope for saint and sinner alike, and we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Some detractors have tried foolishly to say, well, you know, he, he didn't really die. He just, uh, you know, he just, he just swooned. He passed out, and he really wasn't dead. So when they, when they put him in the tomb, you know, he was just faking it. But, of course, later on he came to, and he, he pushed the, the, the stone that weighed about one and a half tons away and, and snuck past that, that Roman guard of 16 fighting men and declared himself the Lord of glory. Pure ridiculousness. Christ is dead and buried. You think of the, scourge, the, the scourging he got. Uh, one, one historian in the third century said concerning the Roman scourging inflicted on those to be executed, the sufferers' veins would be laid bare and the very muscles were open along with the exposure of the victim's bowels. Many died before they ever got to the cross. The beating was so severe. And then there's Pilate's certification. So dead was Christ on the cross that they didn't need to break his legs as they customarily did. Because on the cross, in order to breathe, you had to pull up with your arms and push up with your legs just to get that one breath. And so what they would do, if, if the victim had already died on the cross by then, they would break his legs so he couldn't push up anymore and he would just suffocate. But they didn't need to do that with Christ. These uh, professional executioners knew a dead man when they saw one. And consider the tomb in the manner of his burial. Joseph's borrowed stone tomb. He was, he was buried in the manner in which they buried in those days. A stone of one and a half to two tons. Oftentimes 20 men were needed to roll that stone into place. And if you take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 27, I want you to notice something here because... Uh, the Jewish leaders were so concerned about Christ's claim to raise from the dead, they were just absolutely certain there was some hoax that they needed to foil. So uh, they, approached, they approached Pilate about this. And, and you look at verse 62 of this same chapter. Matthew 27, verse 62, the Bible says, Now the next day that followed, the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir... We remember that that deceiver said while he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. Now remember, this is during that three days and three nights period where the powers of darkness, both both in the spirit world and on this earth, think they've got them, man. We're in control of this thing now. And they commanded, therefore, that, 
uh, that the, they, they asked Pilate, command therefore that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people, he is risen from the dead so that the last error shall be worse than the first. Now I want you to watch what Pilate said. Pilate said unto them, you have a watch. Go your way, make it as sure as you can. Go your way, make it as sure as you can. So they went and made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. What was a watch? What was a watch? First of all, a watch was 16 Roman soldiers. 12 to 16. It could be as few as 12, as many as 16. These men were fighting machines. Some of our Green, Bay, uh, Green Beret tactics to this day are taken from them. If, if one of them fell asleep on their watch, or if one of them messed up, all 16 of them would be executed. Believe me, no one fell asleep that night. Or the next night, or the next night, guarding that tomb. A Roman guard unit. 16 fighting machines. Roman foot soldiers, the pride of the most powerful empire in the world at that time. The stone would be sealed. After that, heavy stone was rolled uh, in a slightly downhill manner against the mouth of that tomb. It would then be sealed with rope and clay. And then, and then Pilate's seal would be in it. That was the, the power of the Roman Empire. You didn't mess with that. People say, don't mess with someone's mail. That, that's messing with the federal government. Uh, that's nothing compared to what this was all about. And then consider the morality of the disciples. The, the Jewish leaders said, well, his disciples could come and, yeah, yeah, those, those 11 discouraged guys. I mean, we're short one already. Those 11 discouraged guys that were in hiding are going to go fight off those 16 Roman soldiers and break the Roman seal lift that stone out and take Christ out of the grave. Of course, Christ was just laying there, sort of dozed off and sleeping and faking it. One writer, one, one historian uh, said, and, and, and this is obvious by, by, by virtue of the Scriptures, uh, they were scared. Uh, John 20, the Bible says, the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled, assembled for fear of the Jews. Uh, they crucified their leader. Now they're just assuming they're going to come for them. Finish the job. Uh, they were discouraged. One historian said the whole demeanor of the disciples was one of abject fear and self-preservation. Over in Luke chapter 24, when those, uh, those, those two disciples, uh, Cleophas be, being one of them, on the road to uh, Emmaus, that beautiful story of them walking with the Lord Jesus Christ and converting, or uh, con uh, having conversation with Him and their hearts burning and and that beautiful picture there. But they were still skeptical after all, all of it had happened because they said, they said to Christ, they said, uh, but we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. They, they were talking like, well, it's all over. They weren't trying to sell it, the resurrection. They were trying to sell this idea. So what happened? So what happened? Take your Bibles and go to Matthew chapter 28. One more chapter over. So what happened? Well, here's what happened. Here's what happened. The disciples didn't steal him out of the tomb. Uh, the Roman guard unit didn't fail. The Lord Jesus Christ didn't just fake it. 
By, by the way, uh, the scriptures tell us that the Jewish Sanhedrin uh, came, came to the guard and said, look, here's what we want you to do. Uh, we want you to, we want you to tell them that, uh, that, you know, that, that you guys, you know, you guys blew it and the disciples came and, and, and the Bible says, and they gave them the bribe money. They gave them large money to spread this around. And they said, if this comes to the governor's ears, you know, we will secure you because it meant death to these men. I mean, a big conspiracy was afoot, not on the side of the disciples, but on the side of, of the detractors of Christ. Why? Because here's what happened. And you just can't get around this. Look at chapter 28, verse 1. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And uh, they just come, to, you know, they're going to they're gonna, uh, see if they can get in. And, and, of course, the way they embalmed is not the same we embalm now. There would be some uh, preparation of the body, some taking care of the body for a little while while there was still mourning going on. And uh, the Bible says, Behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. And his countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And now watch this. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became his dead men. These 12 to 16 hardened fighting soldiers that had seen it all in hand-to-hand combat, I mean blood, guts, and hair, heads being chopped off, Men being impaled, screaming, and everything going on. They are so traumatized by this one angel and the sight of all this going on that they they became, look what it says, as dead men. They're laying there like they're dead. That's how powerful this event is. I can't do anything else about it. I mean, I can't tell you how bright the light was. I can't tell you what it's like to see an angel come and and pull this big tonnage off by himself. But it was enough for these guys, these hardened soldiers, to be laying there like they're dead. That's how impressed they were. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus which was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. That's what happened. (laughs) The stone was rolled away for observation. The fact of the cross for your pardon today and the fact of the resurrection for eternal life. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Resurrection of Jesus Christ by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has made it abundantly clear that the importance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ cannot be overstated. One of the ways we know that Jesus Christ wasn't just your average religious leader was the fact that everything he said about himself and everything that was written about him, he was able to fulfill. If you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died, was buried, and resurrected for your sins, and you ask him to forgive you of those sins, you will be saved and awarded entrance into heaven to live with him. It is by faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ alone that can save you. Nothing more and nothing less. Truly, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the hope for all mankind. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, 
feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget about Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Masters Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.